guys, welcome to another episode of Unpacking Love. I'm so, so excited to be bringing this guest in the house today. Um, this is a friend I made when I was on a trip in St. Thomas. So I'm really, really excited to have him come here. We've had some bomb discussions. So welcome to the podcast, Charles. How's it going? Hi, it's going really well. And like you said, it was wonderful meeting you on the island. Yes, 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 yes. And like uh, the conversations have just been on another level. So I'm really, really excited to have him on the podcast today. Today's topic is going to be why do men feel like they need to get established before they settle down? And listen, I couldn't think of anyone better to bring here than Charles himself. So Charles, let's get into it. Okay. So like there's this whole thing where I feel like I hear this a lot where like, you know, men sometimes will go into relationships and then when it's time to, you know, not when it's time to, but like when the woman is kind of pushing for taking it to the next level, right? Like maybe, maybe getting engaged or getting married. Then sometimes the guys will be like, oh, you know what? It's like, I want to get established first before I take things to the next level. Or sometimes there's some men who will be like, oh, you know what? Actually, I don't want to be in a serious relationship right now so I, I just want to do like casual dating because I want to get established before I settle down so having said all of that right what are your thoughts about why men and again maybe it's not all men but like a lot of men right feel like they need to get established before they settle down I mean yes I'm one I'm pro about that I feel a man should be established before he settles down uh, because raising a family or being serious with a woman, it's going to be quite uh, costly. And I know money isn't uh, everything, but if you're looking back into the 50s, you know, the women stayed home, the men's go out to work, and they provided everything. And they didn't start a family until, you know, they were out of their parents' house, they had their own house, they had their own car, and then they would start a family. Um, if you look at relationships today, men aren't established. They have four or five kids, uh, still possibly lives with his mom or in a studio. And uh, I wouldn't want that for myself. So that is why I would want to be established. Okay. Okay. Oh, I really love your opening line because even from what you said, I already have like 20,000 questions, right? So you did mention that, you know, when we look back, at how society has been traditionally, you know, you mentioned like say the 1950s, the man has been the provider. And so they wouldn't start families until they felt like they had a house to put the woman in or like, you know, right. basically means to take care of the woman. So now, right, where we look at society and we have women now going to work and then women sometimes actually having like really good jobs. What are your thoughts about that, right? Like, do you still feel like as the man, even without accounting for the woman's income, you should be able to like take care of the whole family, which is why you would want to get established before settling down rather than like getting established after you've settled down with someone? Yeah, because uh, if you get established after you settle down with someone, I've me personally, I feel that's going to, you know, make me complacent, you know, and content. I'm like, okay, I have the lady, I have some money, you know, I, I don't need to, to strive anymore, you know. 
Mm, okay, okay. So then pretty much like the push to get established prior to being in a serious relationship is so that you could accomplish like goals before getting together with someone. Correct. Mm, interesting. Okay. That's an interesting take. And I actually love what you said about how like, you know, now we de- we like now we see like things happening with families or like a man sometimes is not established and like he's having five kids. Sometimes he's even having five kids with different women. <laughs> Let's not even right, go right. there. Right. Um, and then also just looking at like his living situation, like you said, like living in a studio and having five kids is just not like there's there isn't enough space for these kids that you have right and then also like you said you know like living with your mother so I do get what you're saying with like okay like um I want to get all that stuff before I settle down with a woman but then also can we talk a little bit more about the economy okay with how house prices and interest rates are moving don't you think it's going to take a lot longer though for someone to actually get to a point where they settle down so like let's say for example in the past right when the housing market was looking pretty okay, you know, people could just maybe save for some time and then buy a house. But now it could take longer to buy a house and get established. So what's your take on that? And also this whole thing of wanting to buy a house, for example, is it so bad to start off like once you're married to someone, like start off living in an apartment and then work together to get to the house? I like the idea of uh, working together being that the economy is the way it is now yeah apartment can suffice you know affordable one or comfortable one doesn't have to be anything lavish uh i'm not sure how the economy is going to be in the next five years hopefully it's better um because <laughs> how it's looking you know everyone needs to make a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> to buy a house <laughs> yeah. um, and that is the alternative of building a house, you know, whereas land might be cheaper versus, you know, buying a fully built functional house already. Mm, yeah, good take on that. And I think also to also depend on where people are located. So I guess to your point, there are other alternatives to look into. But I really like the fact that like you're like, OK, you know what? I would be open seeing how the economy is moving to just at least starting off in an apartment and then working your way up. So now I'm actually going to take it back to the fundamentals, right? Let's take a step back. When you say you want to be established before you settle down, what does established mean to you? Established mostly means self-sufficient, financially, transportationally wise, you know, um, have good morals, principles, you you may have one or two businesses or sources of income, passive income or income that you, you know, you work. Mm, okay. I like that a lot because your definition of being established is beyond financial, which I feel like for me, whenever I hear someone say like, oh, I want to be established before I settle down, my mind just automatically goes to, okay, it has something to do with like, this person's career or where they want to be job wise before they settle down but you included morals so it sounds more like it's beyond financial and then more more kind of like personal and getting to know yourself better right you don't want to be a party person or a 
you know, you want to get those things out of the way. You want to travel as much as possible before you settle down. Because when you settle down, you want to travel. <laughs> you, you might meet a lot of conflicts where the person isn't able to go or they don't want to go. And then now you're with someone you want to spend the rest of your life with. And you want to go on this exotic trip and they just don't feel the same way. So. <laughs> I mean, you could still do that in a relationship, but I, it might come with consequences. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I think I think that's fair. Um, and you know, what you said, so like, okay, going along with what you said, I also think in addition to, you know, say maybe you're now married and there are now conflicts, like the person might not want to travel to the place that you wanted to go, or even sometimes like circumstances would not make it possible for you to go to like the places that you'd have been able to go when it was just your income supporting you. Cause like now if you have kids to take care of and like kids are expensive, right? So you have kids to take care of like a household to run. It might be hard for you to go on those lavish trips. I completely, I completely get it. I do like what you said too, though, that like, yeah, it is still possible, right? Like after you are married or after you settle down with someone to travel, but I think what you were touching on is also something that's really important, which is the freedom that we all have when we're still single. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's, it's, it's a stark contrast to when you're in a relationship. <laughs> I don't want people to think though they're not free in a relationship, but you have to take in consideration, you know, how someone is going to feel upon you leaving them. And Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, that was that was a good one. And I'm actually laughing because I was talking to this guy. Actually, it's not just one guy who said this. This is like two people who mentioned this, right? And these guys were like, oh yeah, if I was in a relationship with a girl, she is not going on a solo trip. She is not going on a girl's trip. I said, say what? Like, mm -hmm. what do you mean if you're in a relationship, she's not going to go on a girl's trip? And then for these guys, like they've seen or experienced things where it's like oh maybe they were somewhere or like some girls traveled to their city and they were like on a girls trip and I just hear messy stories and they're like oh you know like these girls will come and they'll be like hey like you and me like how about we go somewhere and then the people would actually say like I have a man at home but like you know I'm on a trip so then for these guys the whole girls trip concept has just left a bad taste in their mouth because they're like oh when girls are on trips they just feel like they can wild out which <laughs> i feel like that's a problematic way of thinking right. but <laughs> i think i am with you like where, where you talk about the freedom that you have when you're not in when you're not married to someone right because right now if i wanted to fly out to go somewhere tomorrow I could do it and I don't have to run it by someone because then obviously when you're married to someone or you're in a relationship it's out of courtesy and out of respect like you can't just move and make decisions alone so you do have to think about that other person whereas you know to your point when you're by yourself you can just do what you want to do so mm, that was a good one on getting established for sure right like there's more to being established than what people normally think it, it means Mm. Ah, and then also something that you mentioned was getting the partying out of the way. And I also hear the phrase the whole phase. Can we talk a little bit more about that? Do you think do you think someone can actually get partying out of their system and say like the whole phase out of their system? Um yes. And not everyone has a whole phase, but 
for people that do, it gets it gets boring for some. For some, yeah, they, it gets boring. Uh, me, I can speak on that. I'm not saying I had a whole phase, but there was a phase. <laughs> you know, I would entertain multiple women back to back, and then I I found myself like, man, this this is really boring, <laughs> and nothing is consistent, and it's is more. I would like more, you know, as far as a genuine connection, consistency. So for people like me, it can get boring, but some people are living and doing it all the way into their 40s, you know? Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like what you said because I think it helps when you hear someone who, and like you said, you didn't go through a whole phase, but, you know, you're entertaining multiple women, women back to back. So it's helpful to hear someone who experienced it say, yeah, you know, like for me, it got to a point where it was like, it was boring and, you know, so yeah, now I'm moving past it but to your point there are still men and probably still women who like in their 40s 50s 60s they're still just you know <laughs> they're partying like they were in their 20s right and and doing right. things. Uh, <laughs> so yeah I, I don't think, think like what like what are you chasing <laughs> yeah exactly but I think I think you bring up a really good point where it's like there are certain things that you want to experience in singlehood or like when you're not with someone yet so that when you're now in a relationship like a committed serious relationship where you're married you're not going to be curious right because sometimes I feel like people just get curious of like oh I never actually tried this and what is that going to be like so I guess when you are still trying to establish yourself to your point like that's the time to figure out those kinds of things right for yourself Mm -hmm. and establish too you know you you it also you also want to have like good credit to your name you know because if you're established that's no one can slander your name uh character wise i don't want to be in a, a settled relationship and someone can come and say oh this and that about me and you know scar my relationship with this woman i choose to sell down with. so you're talking about you don't want to cheat is that what you're saying um, not necessarily cheating, but you know, uh, from your partying phases, you want to keep in mind that hey, one day I want to settle down, become a well-rounded person. So I'm gonna watch what I'm doing while I'm single, mm. so, so that when I'm settled down, something from my past can't come up and be like, uh, and then you're your girlfriend or boyfriend is like what is this you're like you're pretending like you're like you're such a nice person yet this is what you're doing in your past you know yeah mm, oh wow that's a good one i think that ties in with what you're saying about morals and right. establishing yourself in that and i guess what you're saying if i was to sum it up right it's like okay even though you do have all this freedom while you're single it's also so important while you are discovering yourself to be conscious of the fact that whatever happens in the dark or what happens in the past could come up in the future. And like, are you going to be proud of that? Did I get right. that correct? Yes. Okay. Sounds good. So then now let's get a little bit more personal, right? So for you, are you in a phase where you're like, okay, I could be in a serious relationship but like, I wouldn't be ready to like get engaged right now. 
because I want to get established or are you in a phase where you're actually like, you know what, I'm working on some things on my own right now and I won't get into a relationship until I've gotten those things done. Yeah, I'm more in that second phase you mentioned, but, you know, I can, I'm still open to, you know, talking to a female. I'm not shutting that out, but as far as committing to something serious, uh, yeah, I'm working on the things I personally have to do first Mm, or focusing on those more. Um, But in saying that, I won't be entertaining multiple women at the same time because that's just, it's, it's a lot of energy you're putting in different places and you can potentially lead someone on and yeah. (laughs) And then the damage control. Listen, let me tell you, some of your brothers out there have left many of our sisters wounded. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yes, wounded from, you know, just leading people on and then leaving them. So, you know what? I totally, I totally get what you're saying. So now, can we go a little bit deeper, right? I get what you're saying where you're like, okay, it's not to say, okay, what you're definitely saying is I am not going to be entertaining multiple women because that's a lot of energy that I'm exerting. And then to your point, you might just end up in sticky situations and then the damage control is just a lot. So I get that. So then talking more about a serious relationship, right? Uh, Would you see that as something that would be a distraction from you meeting your goals? Like, I just want you to explain a little bit more about why you cannot be in a committed relationship with someone and still work on your goals. A committed relationship, you're going to be taking on their life also, you know? Like, being with someone means, hey, whatever drama whether it be emotionally, physically, or financially, I it's going to become your burden, or it could, you know, because you're choosing to have this person in your life. And that could become a distraction because I'm not saying the distraction is going to be bad, but it can hinder you from doing something. Whereas uh, you had a scheduled appointment or meeting and, well, hopefully they have someone else in their life that can assist them, you know, like a family member. <laughs> you know? But near the relationship, you're primarily the one they come to instead of, you know, a family member or a close, a close relative, they call on you. Um, and them calling on you might take away from you giving time to something that might, you know, better your future or better both of your futures. And they may or may not, you know, female or male, may not see that it's beneficial to them in the future because they're in the present. You know, I want to feel good. I want you to make me feel good now. You know, so drop what you're doing. I need you regardless of how it's going to benefit us in the future. And I'm like, well, you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to sacrifice, you know, because I really need to do this for us. Wow. Some people might just be so caught up in the feeling of, oh, I love you. I just, I don't need anything but you next to me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Is that too much to ask for Charles if she wants you next to her the whole time? Um, yeah, I got, we got bills to pay. <laughs> <laughs> he said, listen, like I cannot be physically with you all the time. Like I have things to do. I mean, I get what you're saying, right? Um, uh, 
<laughs> I like your thought process in saying that a relationship is more than just saying I'm with this person. Like with that, to your point, it comes like there's there's a lot of stuff that's coming with it, right? Like you're saying that you're gonna be committed to this person, like emotionally, physically, financially, like just different things where like they could need your presence or your assistance, like you're signing up for that. So I do get what you're saying that like, yeah, if you as someone who wants to fully give your alter relationship, but then you still have things that you're working on. And to your point, these things are for your future. Then in order for you not to do a disservice to yourself or to the person, then it might just be best to not be in a relationship. Yeah. 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 It's it, <laughs> your last point. It is just probably better to not be a relationship or entertain anyone. <laughs> until mm, okay you, until you've reached a set goal okay okay sounds good and so for you right do you have a timeline you don't have to tell us but do you have a timeline where you're like oh you know what like the goals that i have i will for sure be done with achieving them in like say two years right or do you find that some of your goals are goals that come up as you go mm, no no I don't really have any new current goals. My goals are already set. As far as the time frame, that's changing. It's it might be shorter, it might be prolonged. Mm, okay, okay. I'm definitely trying to shorten it, you know, but Gotcha. But the goals are set. It's like the vision is there and now it's just executing it. Right. Okay. So now I wanna go to something that you said, because you said while you're not wanting to be in a serious committed relationship you are still open it's not like you're you've closed the doors and you've closed the windows and you're like oh i don't want to talk to a woman you're still open you said to talking to one woman. yeah sure like so, so can you tell us can you describe what that looks like um what it looks like is you know if i see someone i find attractive i go i say hi how are you you know, you get to know them a bit and you just leave it at a talking stage, nothing physical. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't meet up frequently because then that's going to be like, okay, you, he likes seeing me a lot. Does he want something more? Uh, like, you you have to keep in mind that you even though you don't want a relationship, you can't be doing relationship things with this person. That's a word. That's a word. Say it louder. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be doing relationship things with a person when you don't want a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fair. But Charles, my question is, because uh -huh. I quote, you said, you know, approach them and stuff, but like you kind of leave things at the talking stage. So my question is, are expectations being set when you're talking to the person? And the reason why I'm bringing this up is I'm going to put in a plug right now for an episode that I did with Shay. Shout out to Shay. And that one was called I'm Attached to Him. And in that episode, we talked about how sometimes heartbreaks have been experienced in a talking stage. And it was because, you know, sometimes people go into the talking stage and they're actually not ready to start a relationship, right? So it ends up hurting people. So now... Mm -hmm. Coming back to you, Charles, while these things are happening, like, are you setting expectations to this person or you are 
you're like indirectly setting expectations through your actions of not, to your point, seeing them often. Mm, expectations to not seeing them often. Um, yes. Yes, I'm. my expectation is that they will not catch feelings and they will understand <laughs> that, you know, we're just, you know, friends or platonic, I would say. Um, but are you telling them, though? Are you actually telling them that, hey, just so you know, I'm not looking for anything. Right. I, I usually don't have to say, but if it comes to that, I do. I do say, because like I say, I don't do much for them to even the, the idea. Well, hopefully I don't do much. Um, <laughs> the idea of a potential future with me to come up, you know, being that I'm not consistent in their life as much, you know. But some people will fall in love in the first five minutes, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm done. Some people fall in love in the first five minutes. I mean, that's also true. It happens. Yeah. So I could be saying all of this, like, oh, we just spoke once and they're just like, okay, this guy seems like a potential or this girl seems like a potential within the first few minutes of you guys meeting and you're just communicating to communicate, you know? Mm, (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe in the first... Five minutes, you can be like, "Well, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship, but you know, I just want to have a conversation with you." <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. I guess it is awkward, obviously, in the first encounter you're having with someone. To your point, in the first five minutes, you're already telling someone, "I'm not looking for a relationship," because they actually didn't say they were looking for a relationship. My right. thing is, though, sometimes some of your brothers out here, they'll be, you know, with girls in this talking stage, um, and I guess maybe the difference is to your point you were saying you're not consistent with it which we need to talk more about what that even means but you know if someone is texting someone every day calling them every day I guess that would be something you would call consistent on your end how often are you communicating with this person probably twice a month (laughs) oh okay 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 sounds good so then but then or what or uh if there's a relatable events happening in town or a topic you might run it across them just to see what their views are on it but it's on a professional level there's not much you know feelings in it where you'd be like oh i like that i like that about you or like okay i your your comment on the topic is pretty cool like you have to choose your words too you don't want to praise someone (laughs) Because I'm like, oh, he's praising me. Ooh, this guy is into me. Like, you really have to watch what you say. <laughs> oh, you really do. You know, <laughs> do you know what? With everything that you're saying, I feel like you could write, like, a book or hold a master class for men of, like, you got to watch what you say. You, you know? do. Like, as simple as this. Like, I told someone, I think she, she's 40, right? And it surprised me that I'm being 28 telling her this. There's a difference between... When you say a friend and my friend. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can you explain the difference? So a friend is mostly a special friend, you know, someone that you're serious about or you see a lot. Versus, oh, my friend, you know, I'm out with my friend. 
you, you, and do, have you ever found yourself saying like, oh, I'm with a friend versus, oh, I'm with my friend. My friend, I feel is more, you know, friendly and, you know, we grew up together. Whereas a friend, oh, I have plans, you know, with this person, mm. we might be serious. I'm only with <laughs> them, you know. <laughs> so for you, you want to be called my friend, not a friend. Yeah, because a friend is definitely an eye raiser. I'm out with a friend. Oh, you're out with a friend? Or versus uh, I'm, out with <laughs> friend. I'm out with my friend. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. That's deep. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're going to notice it when you're having a conversation with a, a guy or a girl. It's like, oh, I'm out with a friend. Oh, a friend, huh? And then you might see one of your friends be like, oh, I'm out with my friend. Ah, okay. I get it. Yeah. I, I see where you're coming from with with all this. Hmm. A friend normally turns into a relationship that my friend is just, you know, we're out, you know. Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess, you know, there's something to be said about, you know, the words that you use, I guess, to your point, so that you don't end up leading people on while you're still trying to establish yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or find, learn yourself, you know, but I find you learn yourself quicker through interacting with people. Like some people say, oh, I found myself going on this this uh trip across the world in my solitude and i'm like "Mm, how much did you learn about yourself other than you know your thoughts in your head (laughs) like what can nature teach you about yourself that you like and don't like maybe you like how nature makes you feel but whereas when you interact with people you can be like okay i don't like how this person talks and you find that about yourself. You know, I like how this person talks. I like how this person smells. Now you found out that you like this smell, you know. So I find you learn more about yourself through interacting with people. And so if we tie it back to the topic, so then are you saying that even while you're working on establishing yourself, that's still there's still value in having interactions for your in your case like having interactions with women or like casually talking to women because that way you're also learning about yourself through interacting with them correct okay okay if you're like you know casually hooking up with every woman that you meet like it's like (laughs) it's kind you're kind of losing value (laughs) (laughs) as a man like um, and I was thinking about, I wonder if that can be tied into like a whole phase, you know, maybe people are in that whole phase to learn about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like the more people huh. I hook up with, maybe I'll learn, you know, multiple. <laughs> by the end of it, you, you've learned everything. And when you settle down, you're bored because you, you know, everything. <laughs> oh, wow. That's actually a very deep point. That is such a good point. Oh my goodness. It's like you've you've seen so much through the experiences you've had in your I'm trying to establish myself phase that by the time you are with someone to your point, like now it's like, oh, this person can't do this the way that that person did this. Yeah. Oh my God. That is a word. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is deep. Yeah. And imagine you meet a guy or a girl, you know, who who came from some place and you they're being compared to like 
<laughs> like <laughs> like someone from five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> or being compared to like 50 other people, right? Or a hundred other people. Yo, that's a <laughs> that is a word. But can we talk about something that you just said? Because you said you said something like, okay, if you're a guy and you're just going around hooking up with people, like having this whole phase, right? You mm-hmm. are losing value. What do you mean by that? Uh, you're losing value. Um, I feel as in society, if you're in a close-knit society, um, people are going to be like, you're a hoe. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you're a hoe. Who, who is going to walk around with their chin up, chest out with, with a male whore? Like, I don't know. <laughs> be, being a woman, I, but some men have it twisted whereas the more women they're with the the more you know notches on the belt like that's a good thing you know i i don't see it that way wow that was so deep i think you're so right because right? what you said is like okay if you're in a close-knit society and like say even living in a small town or something like that where everyone knows everybody the business that you do everyone would know about it and then to your point like Instead of through this establishing yourself phase, you getting a good name for yourself, you're going to end up just having a bad rep, right? Because everyone will be like, oh, this person went through the whole town or something like that. And it's interesting that you brought that up because I have a close friend of mine who moved to an island, like another island. Um, And when he got there, he was like, yeah, I'm really watching my interactions with women because it's such a small island that whatever you do, everyone will know what you did and that's pretty much going to be your reputation right so hey to anybody who's listening who's in their whole phase or doing whatever they do it's up to you whatever you want to do but i'm just bringing up this because my friend was like yeah at the end of the day and to your point charles if you're now in a relationship and then you lived in like this small island and you did all sorts of things and this goes beyond even like say being with multiple people or like breaking everybody's hearts even if you did something like you were a scammer or you like stole something <laughs> you could get a reputation that's just not a good reputation and people would just always remember that so i completely get what you're saying there yeah so then now charles my final question for you is how are you going to know that you're now established enough to be in a committed relationship Hmm. When you are no longer, you know, I'm looking for the right word. Seeking the validation of multiple women or seeking the attention of multiple women. You're to a point where I'm like, all right, I'm good. I, maybe I can select one lady that I, you know, I want to create a future with. And I only have eyes for her, even if like, like, you know, a drop dead gorgeous model, Miss Universe walks by you, you know, you're still focused on this woman that is in front of you that you've selected. Mm, okay. Okay. So that's being established from like, say, uh, you know, the dating and having eyes for many people to now being like, okay, this is the one woman that I'm focusing on. How about in terms of the rest of the aspects right yeah say like financial uh emotional any other aspects you can think of how would you know that you know what me charles like i'm ready now to move on and i wouldn't say there's a set time when you're ready but when you're sure 
I would say when you're more sure, because as time goes down, you know, you can still always develop or become even more established. Mm, I'd say when you have three months saved, you have good savings, uh, you have good credit, credit, um, good credit. Credit is a good thing to have, good credit especially. Like I'm waiting for a female to ask me what's my credit score. <laughs> <laughs> What's your credit score? Let me see your credit score. <laughs> like the moms be asking the right questions. The girls are just like, oh, he takes me out on dates. Yeah, he takes me to this nice place. The moms want to know what your finances look like. <laughs> uh, what else? I mean, if you have your own apartment, you know, that's one thing too, or your own property. But definitely your own apartment. Um, your own private place where you know you can bring them back to or you know just for your own space you don't want you do not want to have other people in your business at all Mm, okay (laughs) okay that's fair and then you had mentioned that you have these goals that you have set right so will you know that you're fully established when you've accomplished a hundred percent of your goals or 80% of your goals, or like 50% of your goals? What's the relationship between your goals and feeling established? Mm, I would say 80, 80%. And that is, that 80% entails having your own roof over your head, having good credit. Whereas mm. the other 20% is, you know, having passive income or multiple businesses. Because if you if you really think about it, having children <laughs> and working uh, nine to five, that's not even paying you close to. I don't know, man. I don't know. Some people live in different countries or different states where the salary is different, you know. So I can't really put a number on it. Right. But you 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 would want to make a comfortable amount that you can support your kids. Mm, okay okay I love what you said about how obviously we don't know what your goals are but I love what you said about how the 80% sounds more like core stuff like okay do I feel like I have financial security do I feel like I have a roof over my head like do I have the basic needs that I would want in order to provide for this woman right right which to your point, I guess when you get to the 80%, you you feel more comfortable to get into something more committed. Whereas the 20% is more of the toppings on the ice cream, right? Like more passive income or multiple businesses running, right? And I think the reason I'm even bringing this up is because sometimes I feel like, because I think with life, I, personally, I don't know if, anyone can never say I have arrived. I feel like the way that we are as humans is there's always something higher to strive for, right? So then my thing with like say goals and stuff is sometimes people might find themselves just like chasing, chasing, chasing and never arriving. So it's good to still have a picture of like, okay, at what point am I going to feel comfortable enough to be like, okay, like I can move on to the next chapter of my life. Because if we talk about say starting businesses, from what I hear, 
from people it's not everybody who is going to have like the first business they start to be a success right you hear a lot about like oh things were really rough starting a business or I started multiple businesses and they failed and then like my seventh business is the one that did it so then if you're someone who I don't know like after graduating college you did a nine to five for some years and then now you're 30 say 35 and now you're like oh now I want to start businesses it could take a while before things you know kick off whereas there are some people like I went to college with like one good friend of mine who he right after college started with like I am on the entrepreneurial path and he started multiple businesses and he's had time to actually learn like he's been doing this since he was 20 what 22 right so then for that person like it does make sense if they say like hey I want to have a successful business running because they've had a lot of time to do it whereas for some other people it's like okay if you've done a nine to five for like 15 years after college and you're still saying that oh I I now want to start a business that could take a while before you get there you know Mm -hmm. so I just feel like sometimes some goals are more realistic than others but at the end of the day you know to each their own so yeah you made a point to each their own right so remember how I brought up we're looking at tradition from the 50s yes because that to us is what, 50s? We were born in the 90s, 50s, so that's a four, 40 year difference, right? From to where we were born. Mm-hmm. So now this generation is going to be looking 40 years into the past, and the traditions they're going to have to model their lives after, it's not looking really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not looking really good. What? traditions or morals the future you know will have to yeah because because in the future they're gonna have to model their life you know from the the 2010s and the 2010s i mean jeez <laughs> oh my gosh your reactions your reactions are everything he's like uh twerking oh i lived in a high rise a studio in miami I, you know i yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, and I think also, right? Um, when we talk about, say, even something that you mentioned, of course, obviously, in every decade or in every year, there have been some people who are just wilding, but I don't know. I feel like in this generation or like these times, you just continue to hear a lot of stories about, oh, this man has. 10 children with six different baby mamas right and he Mm. doesn't he doesn't live with any of them right he doesn't live with any of those women so they're taking care of the kids and stuff and sometimes the man is broke 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 (laughs) extremely broke right so it's like you are not established but then here you were bringing life into the world and you don't even have the resources to to like take care of them you know what I mean and so right. there is a lot of that that's going on, which is like, ah, uh, you know, especially if you if you're not established, why are you going around just like baby making with so many people and then right. you can't even take care of the children? And I also think that even when it comes to like raising kids and stuff, it's not good enough to be like, oh, I have these millions of dollars and billions of dollars. And so I'm just going to have children with multiple women and the mothers are going to raise these kids because your presence as the father is not there. You know what I mean? Like, like what is going on? 
what is going on? No, truly. Like, what is going on? And also, I think some of my frustrations also come from, say, like some of these shows that I'll watch, right? Like uh, Paternity Court with Lauren Lake on YouTube. You see so many stories. Like, there was this 28-year-old woman. I think she was 28. And she had five different five children with five different baby daddies she's in court taking another man i guess for her sixth child to paternity court because she's saying like he's not paying and then this man because then they'll have you say why you think you're not the father or whatever and then this man goes oh i don't think i'm the father because she already has like five different baby daddies and she's trying to pin a baby like what is going on you know so i think even beyond settling down i think i think there is something to actually be said about what settling down means right because there are also certain things that I feel like people need to do, like getting established before, say, bringing babies into the world that they are unable to take care of. Right. And I feel like now with how society is also moving, all these like things are like, oh, yeah, people will have, you know, multiple baby mamas or like multiple baby daddies. And they're still enjoying their life of not settling down right because if we think about settling down from it oh settling down is now when you found one person and you say i want to build life with you well you also have people who are bringing life with multiple people and they're not actually settling down with them so then they're still getting the benefits of like oh yeah you know every weekend or every day they're out there partying and and wilding but then here are these babies who are like innocent who are just being brought into situations that they didn't ask for right it's annoying Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I'm from a single mother household, you know, so I really don't. Uh, yeah, most of the households I've been uh, brought up around were single mother households. So I don't really have like, you know, a fully functional family to model my future off of. But I'm trying. <laughs> Mm, 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 mm. you know i'm trying um but that's just most households in the island i feel like most of them are single mother households Mm, i see so when you say you're trying what does your ideal future household look like Mm, uh (laughs) that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) you know what I would like it to look like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, father, mother, child, maybe pet. I'm not so stoked on pets. <laughs> maybe pet. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because pets leave a lot of fur. I don't like fur on my clothes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get it. No, and I was just curious, too, because I feel like, obviously, right, like every society i don't know if that's the word but like every group of people is different because actually uh there's a guy who was a friend of mine back in college who was from an island not saint thomas like a different island and he said he actually told he's like oh i never want to settle down actually i don't want to marry but what i do want to have is to have multiple people who can give me babies and that's his mindset right so i think sometimes too the reason i was even asking you is because i think sometimes people might grow up in a certain way And then for them, they still want that. They could have grown up in a situation where it was like the dad wasn't available or he wasn't present or he had multiple women and multiple children. So then the dad wasn't there. But then they and they grew up in that. But then they actually still want the same thing. Yeah, well, that's all they know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Any final remarks on all this? 
no, but I just want to say if I if I keep it up, if I keep chasing my goals and not finding a point where I'm established enough, I'm probably gonna live alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna. You know, you get so so caught up in like like you said earlier, chasing that you don't take time to stop and look back. You're gonna find yourself alone in a big house and no one to share it with. Does that scare you? Uh, no, it, it doesn't. But I don't even know what scares me. Honestly, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think what scares me the most is not being able to buy food one day. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So then, like that stability matters, right? Stability. If I don't have that, that's scary. But um, I I'm gonna. I'm good at accepting things, but I wouldn't want that for my future. But if it becomes my future, you know, I'll just uh, make the best of it. Um, you know, I won't be bitter, you know, but mm, 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 try not to be bitter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the funniest way of saying things. I'll be that cool uncle. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, you know what's interesting actually about everything that you said? At the core, I feel like what's really important to you is stability. So then, you know, if you do get to a point where you're like, I am stable, you can see yourself, say, building a family with someone. But if you if you haven't gotten to that point where you feel like you're stable enough to build a family with someone, then you would rather be like alone or like single, right? And be the cool uncle and still have stability for your own life where you can feed yourself and not have to worry about bills. Right. Or my family, yeah. Like, I have nieces and nephews, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so you have nieces and nephews. I guess they could keep you company, too. Yeah, they do. Mm, I love that. Well, thank you so, so much, Charles. This is such an insightful conversation. It's always good to chat with you and hear all your thoughts on these things. So thank you for coming to the podcast. Thank you. And to any guys who are listening, please, 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 please hit me up in the DMs and let me know what you guys think about this whole thing of getting established before you settle down with someone. Because I'm just really, really curious. And thank you so much to everybody who was listening. I really, really appreciate you guys listening. Make sure that you leave stars on the podcast, guys. Rate the podcast before you leave. Okay? Thank you. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Peace. <laughs> Ni wewe ndi kanga ni zafungwa zangu